0: Hello and welcome to the Ultimate Fantasy Podcast. It's me, Alpha, your host. Hello. Right, last week we started off some breaking news that involved Arsenal Man City. This week we are starting off some breaking news that involves Arsenal Man City. That is, of course, uh, what you've heard about already, about the game being called off. Uh, I'm joined today by Top Marks, a.k.a. Will, and he shares his thoughts. We both share our thoughts on the ramifications of games being called off, etc., etc., and how the Premier League would work. Will it end early? Will it not? And also how that changes our game plans in FPL, because yes, there may be an epidemic happening, but hey, FPL is still live. So with that, let's start the music. losing. Hello, welcome to the show, it's me, you're you, and alongside me this week is the wonderful uh, Top Marks, aka Will. Hi Will. Hi Alfie, how are you? I'm good, you're calling in, uh, which country are you calling in from this week? I'm
1: I'm back in London. Uh, <laughs> it's great to be back in the freezing cold, virus hit, well actually everywhere's virus hit now isn't it?
0: Everywhere's um, virus hit, well actually Will, you do say that, I've got some breaking news. So Man City versus Arsenal, the game week 29 uh, revised fixture uh, that was meant to be played tonight, Wednesday, has been postponed as a precautionary measure. So several, several Arsenal players in self-isolation after Olympia, uh, Olympiacos owner Evangelos Marianakis contracted coronavirus. I think he's also uh, not in a forest owner, isn't he? Yes. Uh, there you go. No Man City versus Arsenal. That means no double game week for those who kept into Aubameyang. Were you one of those fools? Sadly, no, I wasn't. No, I've had a very good game week, actually. uh, (laughs) We'll get to that (laughs) that, then. Let's focus, focus. Sorry. But uh, the coronavirus, um, what's going to happen with the Premier League? I mean, can the season just end? I mean, how does that work?
1: Yeah, good question. I think legally it's going to be very difficult. Um, how can you relegate a team uh when you stop the season? you know before the matches are complete? I think people will get very upset about that. Clubs will probably sue. I think it's you know it's a whole world of of chaos. I think they've got to do their best to finish the season. but having said that, um you look at playing matches behind closed doors doesn't necessarily always work as we saw last night in Valencia people sort of congregate outside the stadium which sort of defeats the mm-hmm. object people need to stay away I mean, the whole point of you know is to stop people passing on uh, this virus you know to each other um so it's they've got some really really tricky and difficult decisions to make um will there be playoffs I suppose that's an option
0: that's um, happened in Italy isn't it
1: there's, yeah, that's happened to decide. I mean, uh, yeah, it's happened. I think back in the 60s to decide the uh, to decide the title. I think they were just because teams finished level on points. So they're talking about that as an option to decide the title this year. Um, obviously, I think Liverpool should just win it because they're so far ahead. And I think it's you know fairly unrealistic that Man City will catch them. Um, nonetheless, I think you. you They need to extend... It's very difficult. You need to try and extend the season as far as you can. And I think if Euro 2020 was postponed until next summer, that would potentially allow that to happen. So we could Mm. just see a very extended season.
0: Mm. Exciting or not exciting times. Uh, Definitely messes with the old uh, tactics, that's for sure. At Fred the Man tweeted us to say, should have listened to you, lads. I think that's in reference to Yang. Not to do with the coronavirus. Uh, Right. Uh, Let's carry on with the show, though. Regardless, let's do the quick quiz, Will. Uh, So, Merseyside derby this weekend. Right. Uh, Which two players scored the last time Everton beat Liverpool in a 2-0 victory back in 2010? Uh, For a bonus point, which current Arsenal player was on the bench for Everton that day? All right, so have a little thinky-think, and then we will reveal the answer at the end of the show. Okay, thanks. Right, let's talk uh, FPL. Lovely. Uh, So, game week 29 has has now ended, Uh, so (laughs) that's quite fun. Um, 59 points our team scored. Average was 45. Captain Salah over KDB, but this is with Jamie Vardy. Yeah, Uh, penalty save from McCarthy. And a transfer in, Sayas got a tasty eight points, so hashtag managing there. Two Green, Arrows and the Spin Frost now moved up from three six seven one eighty to three eleven four four one. 441 uh, Words on the grapevine is that you had a good game week, Will.
1: I did, indeed. I've had a series of good game weeks. I've been very... Um, I think I've run a good form. I managed to get 85 points this game week. Wow. Um, which is which I'm delighted with. Um, I although I probably shouldn't have even made a transfer. I sold I sold Fernandez uh, for Pepe, kind of getting a bit of double gaming mm. fever. Um, and now I immediately want Fernandez back. Yeah. Um, but there we go. Um, but Salah and Mane helped. Barnes uh, was in there. Had you know McCarthy penalties save. All of these things. Lots of lovely points. And I've been on a great run. I'm going to you know I was at nearly near about eight thousand places shy of of one million in game week 21 and i'm now up to 66000 so that is ah oh, what well um, you've
0: ju- you've high high jumped high jumped is not a word you you've frog leapt us leaps yes something like that i have
1: riveted, rivet, ribbit,
0: rip, ribbit, rip, ribbit rip, rip, rip. Right, yeah right over you. yes uh i've flown up the leagues oh. i've just suddenly had a bit of luck i've noticed uh, well well done and i've noticed actually if you can get a good game week say if you can get 40 points above the average it really, you really do fly up oh, there, don't you? Absolutely, yeah. Mm, I need some of that action. Uh, right. So, uh, in terms of uh, changes, uh, I've been thinking over these. I've had uh, game week thirty one in my in my crosshairs, yes. but we might need to change our ethos and our sort of way we're looking for, uh, ahead to the fixtures. Right.
1: I agree. I think different. Uh, a different philosophy a different approach is probably needed Um, it's it's very strange times Uh, matches can be postponed at short notice Um, so there's lots of lots of different bits of advice here I think firstly it's don't captain and vice captain a player from the same team Um, and I think within a game week that's a simple bit of straightforward advice the other thing is I think you have to start taking uh, a much more short term approach because we, it's planning now becomes almost impossible because we just don't know what the situation is going to be. And I don't mean to sound alarmist, or, <laughs> but we, but it could just happen. We, you know, if it's a very fluid situation, you know, we can mm. see what's going on in Italy where they've suspended the league. They might try and in other countries, Spain, France, Germany, they're playing matches behind closed doors. Um, I imagine that's what will happen here for a little while, but how long will those measures be effective for? And it's really the question of, as we've seen um, with the Arsenal players who've gone into self-isolation, although they will be out, uh, are, are ready to train on Friday, uh, to prepare for the game against Brighton on Saturday. Um, what happens when footballers become at risk of catching mm. the virus? Because that's when the matches will definitely be postponed. Um, i think it's all so i think it does i am my idea is now um if you know a match is going if you know go go for players who play in the first match of the weekend first match of the game week because at least you know they're going to play i don't know that's my <laughs> current thinking it well, may it may change it's, had, it, it's just it's really topsy-turvy at the moment so the current game plan is oh i don't know <laughs> current game plan is yeah no if you know a match is going to head get the players from that match because you don't know what other matches are definitely going to go ahead i mean i i think we'll probably be okay this game week i think we'll probably we'll probably see some matches behind closed doors next game week but um long term it's very difficult to say
0: Mm, indeed so but that's it's a bit annoying because i uh, i've been planning for game week 31 i think for about two years now uh, that game was 31 <laughs> blank. Uh, so just to let you know where I'm at with my transfer decisions. Uh, 4.6 million in the bank, Will. Yeah. right, Rich, right? Nice. That's yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, my options are for this week to either drop Ings or drop Cantwell. Uh, Ings facing up against Norwich, of course. Sorry, yeah. well, Cantwell facing up against Southampton. So I was yeah. thinking, what about this? Striker-wise, if I was to drop Ings, I'm looking at Deaney 6.2, Jotta 6.4, Callum Wilson 7.4. Obviously, all those players, all these players play in game week 31. Yeah. Uh, if I was to drop Cantwell, uh, I'm looking at Sar 6.3, Troy Trial Ray, I should say, McNeil six, po- uh, 6 mil, and Harry Wilson 5.8. Where would you be going? Where would your mind be going on that? Um,. I think Wolves
1: are a good bet. Looking at the looking at the fixture uh, difficulty, I think they've got some very very appealing
0: fixtures. So, have you got
1: Jimenez? Did you say?
0: I do have Jimenez already. Yeah, but I was thinking yeah. maybe go Jimenez Jota double up top.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea at all. Um, although, I think Ings has been unlucky. He was uh, had a problem, unspecified problem ahead of the West Ham game, so he came on as a second-half sub when they were losing and couldn't affect the game. He then was shifted to a left, wide left position after Southampton went down to ten men oh, yes, uh, last game week. So. We haven't, he hasn't really had the chance to take advantage of these nice little fixtures that he's had, you know, against Newcastle mm. and West Ham. Will he finally, against Norwich, and Norwich, you know, as we know, tend to play a bit more expansive at home. Will he finally get his chance to, to you know, to score some points this weekend? Mm. Um, I wouldn't be in any rush. to. I think he might, is my, my thought. But yeah, that so was my instinct.
0: My instinct was yeah. to maybe go for the midfield Rocham for this yeah. week. Um, and let's see how we got on for, and then maybe drop in for next week because um, the Southampton's fixtures after Game Week 31 look a bit tight, actually. So yeah. uh, we'll see. Uh, what any changes you're looking to make this week then? Uh, yeah, I'll probably, even though he doesn't have a
1: match in Game Week 31, I'll probably bring Fernandes straight back in for Pepe, and uh, I might take a hit for Alonso. I have, um, I quite like Chelsea. I think Aston Villa are just dreadful. And I think everyone should buy a Chelsea player this week. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, I'll be honest, Spurs are almost equally as dreadful as Aston Villa. They're terrible defending. It's just sort of why I'm getting Fernandez straight back. Also, if you look at, uh, you know, the fixes after game week 31, Chelsea are OK. They've got, you know, they could get a few clean sheets in those matches as well. So even if Alonso does end up playing in a sort of left-pack position where he's maybe less attacking than he is in a, in a sort of 3-5-2, uh, I still think he's a good buy. So, and certainly the potential for attacking returns is there against Aston Villa.
0: Well, you're tempting now, me now with the Alonso. I'm starting to think about that left foot rifling in a few yeah. goals. Don't forget, listeners, if you want to join our league, the league code is PSDBV4. Now, Will, let's play yes. the good, the bad or the ugly. Right, the highest scoring FPL manager for Game Week 29 overall. Well done to Echo or Eco Hazano. He scored 130 points. 130 points. Right, let me run through the team. That's De Gea, VVD, Sayas, Ward, Barkley, Salah, Mane, Barnes, Giroud, Jimenez, Ings. And he had a bench boost, which included McCarthy and Lundstrom. There was three transfers he made in Giroud, Barkley, and Sayas. Liverpool fan, Will, do you think Echo or Eco is good, bad, or just plain ugly? I think
1: he is good. That is a very, very nice team, in my opinion. Very nice team indeed. Well played, sir.
0: I can tell you that Eco Hosano has an overall ranking of. 705,252. So, that's good. He's good. decent. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's got a good side going on there, isn't he, in terms of uh, you looking at Barkley and Giroud. Yeah, very good short-term picks. I mean, I don't think you'd want either of those particularly
1: long-term, but, you know, they're playing no. Aston Villa next. Um, and Gilmore seemed to release Barkley a bit, didn't he? I mean, suddenly he looked like a yeah. great player.
0: Although my observation is that Barclay, quite, quite useful at home. Not, not so useful when the points return away from home. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. right, let's let's have some team names, Will. Uh how about this? And don't believe it. Okay. It's quite yeah. good. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very good. <laughs> Owen Keveny. Keveney. Yeah. In not Believe It. Oh, quite like that. Sounds better okay. when you read it out. Uh about this one. That's oh okay. I have to t- put an accent on this one, all right? That's not fair, Mino. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I like the accent more.
0: <laughs> it's good. No, it's good. Murphy Cohn. And the last one, William Dollar Baby. Is that an old <laughs> one? Is that an old uh, one? Uh, it's good. It's still good. Oh, what well about Martin Lee, have you got one? No. No one ever has. And on that bombshell, that's the end of FPL. Uh, we move on now to draft. So we won't talk too much on Draft Fantasy because uh not here and you're not in our league and it no. will just sound a bit, what? Uh, but it's quite exciting. I, I will tell you, Will, our title race is between six teams. Six teams. Wow. And if the there was some chat on the WhatsApp group uh, today uh, about that if the season were to be cancelled that it should be given to the secret journalist, Phil, who's top of the league at the moment with five points. And I'm like, nah no way. Five points is nothing. It's like nine games to go. And plus, I'm up to second now, so... yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah, good. i tell you what, he's done really well. Nathan's done really well. For the last three weeks, he keeps bringing in players from the free bin, right? He's brought in Alonso when he scored two goals. Um, Who were you bringing in last week? Oh, he bought before then he bought in McNeil when he got that two goals or two assists and a goal uh, and this week he bought in Harvey Barnes who obviously oh, lucked his way to a couple of goals and assists oh, amazing I don't, in. I don't know how he's I don't know he's doing it but so he with the season to win. how are you getting on yeah. your draft league
1: I'm doing much better I think when I spoke earlier in the season I wasn't doing very well in uh, in any of them I'm in mean, three FPL draft leagues uh, and I'm currently top of two of them um, ah. So I sort of turned it all around a bit. I've, I've really started to enjoy the draft league. I think one of them uh, in particular, I, just, I do make a lot of transfers, so I, you know, and it's difficult. What I like about it as well, it's very difficult to get the players you want when you start doing well, and that's a nice dynamic. Mm. So It can help you decline. But I still managed to pick up um, Haller and Antonio a couple of weeks ago before, before the Southampton game. So that was a few points. So yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, it certainly is lots of fun. And um, what I like about it is the fact that Players can overnight become very, very valuable. And uh, and likewise, the other way as well. We've got a, a transfer deadline we've put in our league, game week 32, between managers. Right. So, throughout the, until the end of the season, we, we still have transfer bins. Uh, you know, you still get off the waivers and stuff, but um, there's no more inter manager transfers. And basically, what that does, we've had to bring that in because you get towards the end of the season and you get bad losers in our league and basically they go Whoa, I'm just going to give all my players to whoever because I yeah. want them to win the league rather than you and you put all this hard work in and it's just basically just stop you getting sort of blown up at the end by cheating so yeah,
1: I completely agree I've got a friend of mine in one of his drafts league and he sort of decided to, to give up and he supports Manchester United he just went around and picked up the, the entire You know, his entire squad is just Manchester United players which is completely unfair if you're playing because either you're going to win easily if Manu you lose, or you're going to get battered because he's going to, go, you know, he gets like 23 points just from a clean sheet. You know what I mean? Because he's like yeah. got four you know, defenders and midfielders all pick up a point. He
0: distorts the game so much. It does the sort of game. Don't you have a um, limit on how many three per team?
1: FPL draft, you can have as many players from. Well, a that's team not a
0: Good. Team. good. You, you need to limit that. Need to limit that. Do you play? Do you not play FPL draft? No, I play draft fantasy. It's just oh, a bit right. of format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't play FPL no. draft. That's not very good. Sorry, FPL, but it's not. That's so, yeah, diff- and we can cus- customize our points and everything, you see. So, uh, okay. tackle bonuses and all that, which is really good fun. And what that does, it opens up the whole league to new players. So, for right. example, Sabayos, who. uh who I advised Nathan to pick up this week and he did, which annoyed me. He uh, basically got about five tackle bonus points because you get stuck in the and It just opens up the board game to more players. Yeah. yeah so yeah, pretty good. Great. Anyway, right, we've talked enough about this uh, draft fantasy lark, so we weren't going to talk about it. And that's the end of the first half. And there's the halftime whistle. <whistles> Brilliant. Uh, but don't go anywhere because we've got the halftime uh, analysis with Matt Kearney and Tommy Gunn. Truck, I got a truck is full of tactics. it brings me luck and you will suck, because you don't have a, tech, a Truck. Hello, Matt Kenny, aka boastering the Cup, how are you? Hey, I'm good, Alfie. Hey, mate, Vardy, Jamie Vardy, it paid off. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no time.
0: I think it because we moaned enough about it, uh, yeah. that we tempted fate somewhat, and he scored two goals, so happy days, so
2: we've probably broken even now with the amount we've had to suffer the last few weeks <laughs> so it, was, it was definitely overdue
0: onwards and upwards and how did you score, how did you fare over the, your whole score?
2: Um, I hit 65 thanks I think Vardy and Barnes made up half of my score um, oh. I captained De Bruyne who didn't play and uh, I had Maras as my vice captain so oh oh
0: um,
2: you know, yeah, it, it, it was bad in that sense. But I mean, part of me was mulling over whether to hit triple captain on De Bruyne. But so it, it could have been a lot worse. So I, I'll take the uh, the green arrow and and run yeah. this week.
0: Uh, okay, so this game week, game week thirty, uh, a full fixture list, uh, hopefully. And uh, who, what's got your eye?
2: Yeah, well, like you said, uh, depending on what games go ahead, if we have a fixture list this week. Um, I think West Ham and Wolves has the potential to be a real kind of goal-fest game. West Ham, you know, they're in a bit of a tricky situation. They're hovering above relegation. Wolves have been a bit hit and miss the last few weeks. And, you know, they're around that Europa League kind of uh, area. So there's a lot to play for for the two teams. Yeah, I mean, there's so many options, you know, and especially Wolves. You know, I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of games, a lot of goals in, in this fixture. And, you know, next week we've got the blank week and both West Ham and Wolves have a fixture. So I think it's two boards with the one stone looking towards this game this week.
0: Plenty of options.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, there's plenty of options there, you know, depending on the price bracket. There's a uh, vin- vinagre, vinegar, whatever way you want to <laughs> <Yeah>. call him <laughs> uh, I mean, he's only 4.2 million. We, we don't really know when Johnny's going to be back. So no. it could be a week. It could be a couple of weeks. We, we're not really too sure. There's Seiss, who's uh, £4.6 million. Now, he is two yellow cards away from a suspension, so that's something to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, certainly some cheap prices and uh, good returns on Wolves uh, players, Wolves defenders, actually. How about West Ham?
2: West Ham, there's probably less options. Um, I do like Antonio. He's, you know, classed as a midfielder, £6.9 million and only 0.8% ownership, so he could be a real mm. differentialist if you think west ham are going to you know get it together and maybe put, and put a run of goalscoring form together jared Bone, new signing signing from the january window you know he's been weaned into the team he, he has scored in his four appearances so he's maybe a wait and see um and then from the defense they don't look great defensively um but i mean Issa diop 4.8 million only mm. 2.1% ownership and surprisingly has scored three goals in the last eight games which is probably better than some of the players in my team at the moment yeah Uh, so you know one to consider if you do want to get a defender you know we might as well get one with a bit of a goal threat so yeah I like the look of any of those players uh, especially with 30 game week 31 in mind Um, and particularly Wolves because Wolves go on a a kind of a handy run after that now it it remains to be seen what their Europa League schedule is going to be like with all this coronavirus stuff going on so That's also something
0: to keep in mind. Right, good luck with the game week, then, mate. Uh, We'll see you the other side, hopefully. Cheers, Alfie. Tatsy's truck, tatsy's truck. I got a truck, it's full of tatics. It brings me luck, and you will suck because you don't have a tatty's truck. Hold on, Fantasy. Hello, Tommy Gun. Alfie
3: you
0: right, mate morning uh morning yeah uh, i'm good well actually i had a bit of a terrible night's sleep last night i was rudely awakened not by the dustman but by <laughs> uh, i think it was either a, a gang of cats having some oh. sort of it was either a sexual fest or it was a fight going on it was honestly nothing i heard nothing like it anyway uh, a good game week for you good game week for
3: me yeah 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 uh absolutely steamroller tris which was great um I mean the fixtures fell quite kindly. I had two sort of decent games with Sheffield United and Wolves. Um and they my five at the back picked up 18 points per core. So I banked 36 points just with my just with my defenders.
0: That's the Wolves and Sheffield United, isn't it? Yeah.
3: That is three Sheffield United players and two Wolves players. Yeah, yeah, and a couple of little bonuses for the Wolves players. Uh they got 9 and 8 respectively, which is like ridiculous really. Mm. Um So it just just makes it basically impossible for anybody to then sort of come back. You just pick up a few points elsewhere
0: um, and and you're done. But you, of course, benefited from the fact that uh, the double game week got cancelled. When I say you benefited, you actually had three Arsenal players, including Aubameyang. uh, But you were up against uh, Jesus and Kevin De Bruyne, weren't you? But that that got cancelled.
3: It's cancelled. So it's the game that just sort of won't really make up its mind. Um, Because last week it was on. Now this week it's off. Uh, it's going to be rescheduled for whenever. I mean, I'm looking at next week's fixtures and just thinking, well, is anybody actually going to play any football? Well, there's a good chance that we just end it all
0: now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for those Liverpool I mean, fans are that. loving I'm, it.
3: I'm quite out for that. Just, you know, just pack up, go home, just start again in August. It's fine.
0: Well, as long as the Euros are on, I don't mind. But if the Euros are off as well, I'm not happy of that.
3: I think there's a good chance the Euros
0: will not be on. Yeah, but well, it's the, around the whole of Europe, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I can't see it. I mean, Austria, they're all that lot, they're all panicking skiing's off everything's off
0: yeah but the only thing i would say is that um by summer uh, the uh, virus will die off that's true that is true mm, anyway so next week uh, are you planning for next week then
3: yeah so next week i've got uh, basically my wolves arsenal and Sheffield united players are all away but we're playing west ham newcastle and brighton respectively so right. i'm kind of thinking just just bring it on I don't think there's much, uh, there's not really, I can't really do any much manoeuvring anyway, but um, I think those three are pretty good fixtures for, for for where we are. So, and I'm playing Isherwood, so that's hmm. nothing to really worry about. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at his side and it is absolutely pants. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: I, <know. laughs>
3: I, just, I just don't understand it.
0: What? Why he was up in the league? I'll tell you why, mate absolute luck
3: <laughs> unbelievable it's unbelievable he's got he's got Kane and Henderson who haven't played in weeks he's got Mustafi he's got Aurea I mean it, it's just rubbish
0: <laughs> where has all... he been
3: getting his points from
0: I don't know absolutely pulled him out of the bag somehow extraordinary right enjoy the game week and uh, we'll speak right, to you next week to begin
3: yeah lovely stuff alright mate it.
0: That whistle signifies the start of the second half, and let's look at the game week fixtures for game week thirty, if they're going to happen. Saturday the fourteenth of March: Watford against Leicester, Bournemouth against Palace, Brighton against Arsenal, Man City against Burnley, Newcastle against Sheffield United, Norwich against Southampton, Aston Villa against Chelsea in the evening kickoff. Then on Sunday the fifteenth of March: West Ham against Wolves, Tottenham against Man United, Ooh. and Monday the sixteenth of March: Everton versus Liverpool in what's described as a Merseyside derby. (laughs) So, Will, fixture focus. Um, Watford versus Leicester, that's the first fixture we're going to look at. Um, Both teams only have one win in their last five, drawing two, losing two. The set pattern for the past three seasons between these teams has been that Leicester win at home and Watford win at home. The only time this wasn't the case in the Premier League was when uh, Leicester won both home and away fixtures in their title-winning season. Watford have beaten Leicester 2-1 at home for three seasons in a row. In fact, it gets even more funky than that. Since 2016-2017, the scores have been as follows. 3-0 Leicester, 2-1 Watford. 2-0 Leicester, 2-1 Watford. 2-0 Leicester, 2-1 Watford. And the score line between these two in December, 2-0 Leicester. Which means, Watford at home, the score's going to be, Will. (laughs) (laughs) 2-1? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Do you, fancy, do you fancy Watford to beat Leicester? I mean, Leicester looked. I mean, they did smash Villa 4 0 the other night. They did smash Villa 4 0. And they, as we were saying, they
1: look much better with uh, Ndidi back in the team, uh, a more solid defensive unit. And he also helps sort of seem to get the ball up the attack more. Leicester will be confident. Barnes in good form. Watford also will be looking to bounce back. I mean, they had that tremendous victory over Liverpool. Uh, and it was a little bit, you know, I've said this before, I think, but it's, you know, sometimes teams can be a bit, a little bit mm. after the North Mayor's show, so they can be a bit flat after a big win, um, and that kind of that seemed to happen to Watford. It's it will be a close one, and Watford absolutely need the points they need to win. Leicester, they look fairly secure of a Champions League spot, but they'll be looking to get some form going, and they'll they'll be taking encouragement from from the win against Aston Villa.
0: I think two one Watford could well be the result. Mm, well, it has to be. That's that's the rule. So, um, in terms of goals then, uh, Jamie Vardy is back, as we predicted. Although, I didn't think that was going to happen. Uh, he's played against Watford. He's played nine. He's scored five goals and assisted three. So, that's not bad. James Madison, two goals in three games against Watford. Um, but we know Watford are going to score two goals, don't we? So, Troy Deeney, uh, I've calculated his on target to equals best Premier League tally of 13 ever, is ever, Tally. Uh, for him, along with Leeds, Leicester are the team he's played the most games against in all competitions. So with a total of 15 times, scoring only four, but his Premier League record against them is all right, actually. Six games, two goals, two assists. Uh, which players would you be going for in this game week then?
1: I think uh, I agree with you. I think um, is a is a player I do like and he's never prolific, but he's always sort of involved and doing well and obviously he's on penalties. So I pick out Deeney for sure. It was interesting did you see the tweet from James Madison I think someone someone said to him James you blanked again you need to start scoring points and he replied saying it's something like yeah if, if i if i blank once more i will take myself out of my own team. So you never know Madison might be in the points. <laughs> <laughs> he's due a goal isn't he? He's due a goal he does play well but mm. I mean yeah I'm you know I went for Harvey Barnes in my team because he just looked that little bit more threatening. But Madison is on those set pieces, and you know at the beginning of the season he was predicted to have a very good season for Leicester. He is and he isn't. It's a shame he's dropped off a little bit. And the way Leicester play, does it does it kind of suit? Because he takes probably more shots from distance. He's kind of assisting the assister perhaps on occasion. Yeah, I don't know. The jury's out a little bit on James Madison. I would I would if I was choosing a player I'd probably go with uh, Harvey Barnes or even. Yeah, I'd probably go with Harvey Barnes. I mean, that's...
0: The fantasy football chaps are threatened to do uh, fan tracks. Uh, they've gone for Mark Albrighton, who who got two assists. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. see that happening again. Yeah. Although it was against Villa, a former club of his, of course. 2-1. I mean, the other thing to just
1: note about Watford is obviously they've got a game in uh, Game Week 31, when only eight teams, they're one of eight teams, have a game in Game Week 31. So buying a Watford player um, will essentially get you points next week, Should should they play. We assume they will.
0: Right, Man City-Burnley. I saw a stat bouncing around that Man City have lost more games than Arsenal this season. Huh. Uh, awful result against United-Man City. They'll be looking to bounce back against Burnley, a team they've beaten in the last seven Premier League meetings, home and away. Uh, City went to Turf Moor in December ran away 4-1 winners. Prior to that, they've won their past four meetings with Burnley at the Etihad in all competitions with an aggregate score of 17 one Form, Burnley have only conceded two goals in the last six games. City have conceded six and six. Uh, the form team against the out-of-form team, Will. What do you think?
1: I think it's interesting. What I picked up from Pep Guardiola this week uh, when he was talking about Kevin De Bruyne, is he was saying, well, you know, it's an important game, the derby, but the more important games are Newcastle in the FA Cup and Real Madrid in the Champions League. So that's clearly where his his mm. thought process is. He's not thinking about trying to do anything or, or win the league. Um, he's thinking about winning trophies, and those are his two best opportunities for trophies. It's also noteworthy, perhaps, you know, you said you can't go from zero to ten in one match. You can't just turn it on. So he'll be looking to give players a run out against Burnley, who will play against Madrid Uh, in the midweek game so I think we can expect Kevin De Bruyne to come back which is good news if you've got him and I think you should definitely Mm. hold on to him it's a similar pattern it's something Pep became aware of when he was manager at Bayern where they would win the league early and that would affect their Champions League performances because the level of the team switches off you kind of if you're not being competitive in the league you then suffer uh, when you, you can't just suddenly you can't just suddenly turn it on as he says so we can expect a fairly competitive side from Manchester City. I mean, any side they put out is going to be pretty competitive, but motivated and competitive. They'll they'll want to get up to speed, ready for Real Madrid in midweek. Aguero, I believe is fit. De Bruyne should start. Those are the players I'd target.
0: Mm, fair enough. Uh, yeah, Aguero nine goals and seven games in all competitions against Burnley. Um, six and six in the Premier League. Jesus, two goals and one Premier League appearance. And Burnley, of the current squad, only Ben Mee, Goodmanson and Robbie Brady have scored Premier League goals against City. Uh, Burnley, another team that play in the elusive game week 31, of course. Let's do a score. Uh, I'll go for 3-0 to City. 3-0 City, that's what I did against United, I think. Um, yeah. I'm going to go 3-1. No, 0, 3-0, 2-0, 4-0. 4-0. <laughs> there we go. 4-0. Sorted. Got there in the end. Let's have a quick drinks break and then we'll be back uh, with the Quiches. Okay, the Quichers. Uh Newcastle versus Sheffield United, Will. Uh, Champions elect Sheffield United lost to Newcastle at home back in December. Last time Sheffield United beat Newcastle was way back in 2006 when McFly were number one in the British pop charts. Oh, uh, uh-huh. that win was actually at St. James's Park. <laughs> yeah, there was one current Sheffield United player playing for the Blades back on that day in November 2006. Can you guess who it was?
1: God, that's a good question. No, I can't.
0: Phil Jagielka. Oh, of course, yeah. Phil yeah. Jagielka, I did know that. Yeah, he did. It's just one of those when he was a young whippersnapper, eh? Mm. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, I've got a tendency towards Newcastle uh, in this fixture. I don't know why. What do you think? Uh, I've just had the news: to
1: Bravka's out, um, and he's oh, been. Oh, I changed my mind. Right? Yeah. So it does. It really does change things because he's. If you look at some, you know, there's a stat called XG prevented, and he has stopped uh, eight more goals than you would expect. Uh, so he's been really doing very well this season. So I think he could be a big loss to Newcastle. So I might go for. Yeah. Uh, I might go for a Sheffield United win. I could see them winning one 0
0: exciting times Uh, Newcastle actually looked a bit better with Dwight Gale in their team 62% possession 14 shots and 7 on target Gale's XG of 1.34 is the third highest Um, and Muron could have had a goal and uh, for Sheffield United Lundstram played a game of course he did as soon as we dropped him and got an assist so did you get rid of Lundstram? Um, Yeah naturally yeah I mean, I had I kept
1: him for his six points. and then he got one point. I thought, oh well, that's it. He's a he's a rotation risk, and I still think he's a rotation risk. I don't yeah. think we're going to see him every week. But if you can afford to hold him on your bench, hold him on your bench. I mean, it's not a bad idea. He's still pretty cheap. Mm-hmm-hmm. The one thing I'd say about the you know the XG stats you've just said about uh, Dwight Gale XG is a measure of chance quality. So he's getting good chances. Yeah. It's not a measure of how good he is at taking his chances. No, definitely um,
0: not. As so, proven by the highlight reel.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it doesn't necessarily mean that much for a player like him.
0: The point being is that Newcastle prefer weren't creating any chances, but with him on the pitch, they did that actually, which is a massive turnaround for Steve Bruce's boys. The Fantasy Football Chaps prediction for Fantrax, they've gone for two players they have gone for Fernandez of Newcastle and McBurney. Ha 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 ha. You said 1-0 Sheffield United. I'm going to go 1-0 Newcastle. All right. <laughs> 2-1, actually. I lied. 2-1, Newcastle. Dwight Gale's going to score, Will. Okay. He's not. Uh, good luck. Not. Uh, Spurs, Man United. Spurs, Man United. Spurs. Wow. Wow, 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 Will. You're loving the Spurs at the moment, aren't you? Right. Man United, four clean sheets in the last five games. I'm beating in five games. Spurs, I'm afraid to say, looked awful against uh, Big. Uh, no midfield looked like to me haven't won in three games now mate Uh, spurs actually had the highest xgc so it's expected goals conceding game week 29 with 3.15 against burnley the highest of all the teams man united of course won this match at old trafford this season 2-1 marcus rashford was at the double no rashford at this match will it make a difference will
1: Uh, no it won't Man United are in good form Spurs are in poor form and you know Bergwin's now injured I mean not like we need another attack and injury is it Um, (laughs) yeah I can't I can't see Spurs doing particularly well they've got their team seems to be low on confidence um, defending and playing badly yeah I don't know 2-0 Man United
0: and uh, you're going to get Fernandes one of those goals right Uh, yeah I'll probably get Fernandes in yeah It's funny, uh, talking about um, XG and everything like that, uh, Bruno Fernandes, uh, 15.5% ownership, was actually one of the uh, lowest XGIs uh, with 0.22, but, you you know, still got an assist. There you go. Quality, you see.
1: Yeah, he takes his shots from distance um, and he's pretty good at them. I mean, he had, you know, Coutinho at Liverpool was another player who would have, Tremendously low XGI because he's taking his shots from distance but he was just one of those people who was incredibly accurate with his shooting you almost need to look at a stat like um, expected goals on target which looks at where the ball ends up so how well the person shoots mm. so that can you know if the person's putting the ball whether it's from distance or from short range in the corners of the goal that will massively increase the chance uh, of, of that shot becoming a goal. And I think Fernandes is quite good at that. He's also on
0: penalties. So, penalties, um, corners, free kicks, everything does it yeah, all, doesn't he? He does. Uh Alli seems to be the only... Well, it seems a lot of weight seems to be on his shoulders at the moment for Spurs. He had won the mm. highest XGIs for any midfielder in game week 29, 096 but, um, yeah, Martial for United. Only one goal and five appearances against Spurs. That could change. Uh, are you going for you going for 2-1? Did you say? 2-0. 2-0, oh, nil. Two nil. Two nil, yeah. I've had some clean sheet as well, actually. Uh, but I'm going to do a 1-1. Ha! Okay. There you go. i you right. They just came out of my body there. Uh, so, yeah, Martial, 7.9 million. Um, he's now. Uh, after the game week 31 blank, they got, well, United got Brighton, Bournemouth, Villa, Southampton Palace and West Ham. Could be worth getting them in, right? Uh, Could be worth getting them and in, Spurs yeah. are actually one of the teams playing in in game week thirty one. But yeah, mm, don't really fancy picking any players up at the moment.
1: I mean, you, you mentioned Ali, and he does have that high xgi at the moment. He is playing further forward, and he's on penalties. So you know, I mean. It's difficult. I mean, it's difficult as a Spurs fan, but because you kind of, you you know, I emotionalise it a bit too much. But Ali could be a good pick. It's weird because you compare him to a player like Antonio for West Ham, who's getting um, who's playing playing very well. But Ali has so much more quality than Antonio. So although it will look like Antonio's doing a lot more, Ali's, Ali does have quality um, and that can make a difference. And he could well do, you know, he could do something in game with 31 against West Ham.
0: Mm, Indeed. Um, well, um, the fantasy football chaps for Fantrax uh, in this uh, Spurs United fixture have gone for Eric Lamella. There you go. Yeah. 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 Busy player. Works hard. Uh, yeah. Right now, the super quicktures. Super quicktures. Bournemouth versus Palace. Three clean sheets on the bounce for Palace. Three one 1-0 wins on the bounce. Uh, Bournemouth three losses and four. Will where'd you see this one going?
1: Uh, I see Bournemouth getting a win that they desperately need Uh, I think they've been playing well they were very unlucky against Burnley 1-0 Bournemouth
0: Mm, 1-0 1-1 for me Brighton against Arsenal Brighton have won this match at the Emirates early December a small surprise Brighton of course have beaten both North London clubs this season what do you think? Uh, 1-0 Brighton well, no Brighton, oh really? Okay, yeah. I was going to go for an Arsenal clean sheet actually. Uh, yep. Uh, Norwich versus Southampton. Norwich always look good. Norwich always look good, um, but always lose. Southampton, all, for all their praise have lost four of the last five. Second worst form in the league actually. This was 2-1 at the St Mary's before Christmas. Um, Fantasy heroes Ings and Pookie both getting on the score sheet that day. What do you think about this one? Ings, we fancy a bit Ings action. I do, and I think uh, I think both
1: teams will get goals. I think they both look a bit suspect in defence, especially Norwich at home. Uh, I'll go two
0: all. i oh, two all. I was going to go two one. Southampton. The fantasy football chaps uh, have chosen Duda and Buffel. There you go, Buffel, who looked live the other night. Actually, Villa versus Chelsea. This one looks could looks could be interesting, couldn't it? A closely fought two one win for Chelsea at the Bridge. Will Villapart give the villains and Grealish the edge, Will? Oh, God, they'll have to work very hard. I think Chelsea are in good form.
1: They look good. I'm going for a sort of 3-0 Chelsea win.
0: Fantasy Football Chaps have gone for Pedro. Uh, West Ham versus Wolves. Wolves uh, have only lost one of the last eight. West Ham have improved, but no real points. Uh, West Ham home win or Wolves away win? A really tricky
1: game this one uh, West Ham have improved and they do look much better but I can still see them concede into Wolves um, can I see them scoring against Wolves I might actually go for a Wolves 1-0 win Ooh. but that's that's not to say West Ham haven't aren't better and, and won't win other matches
0: now I've gone for a West Ham home win actually in a clean sheet I don't know why it's stupid isn't it I regret that decision already uh, in terms of players in uh, Gakia uh, the young Hammer's yeah. defender, only 4 million. And with yeah. Game week 31, they're planning game week 31, aren't they? And um, yeah, not a bad pickup. Uh, fantasy football chaps have gone for Jared Bowen.
1: He's a very good player. I like him. 6.5.
0: And finally, Everton versus Liverpool. Uh, There's seven draws in the last eight derbies at Goodson Park, including three 0 0s going back all the way to 2012. Another draw Will? another draw. Potentially, yes. Um,
1: I think. Everton will bounce back from a really odd performance at Chelsea. I can see Dominic Calvert-Lewin getting on the score sheet. I do see it. I see Liverpool winning it, though,
0: 2-1. OK, I'm going to go 1-0 Liverpool. Ah, okay. Liverpool playing the game week 31. <laughs> Get your Liverpool players in now, right? Absolutely. Good stuff. Right, uh, clean sheet forecasts then. Uh, I'm going for, bear in mind, this is mate contradict what I just said. Arsenal, Man City, Man United, West Ham and Liverpool. What are you doing, Will?
1: Uh, I, I mean, the teams are, the scores are just given United, sadly, uh, Wolves, Chelsea, Manchester City, Sheffield United and, uh, yeah, I do fancy Bournemouth. Um, mm. I'll probably regret that one. That's the most, most dubious. could probably get a goal, but... Yeah, I've got Bournemouth
0: down as a clean sheet. There's normally goals in that fixture, actually, Uh, although the last one was 1-0 to Palace, so we'll see. But there's normally historically goals in that fixture, but we'll see. Right, that's the end of that, and that's the end of the game. But don't go anywhere, listeners, because we've got the post-match analysis, which is just the answer to the quiz question. With my four Post-match analysis. Yes, whilst uh, Michael Richards is Roy Keane will do the answer to the quiz question. Will I asked you which two players scored the last time Everton beat Liverpool in a 2 0 victory back in 2010? And for a bonus point, which current Arsenal player was on the bench for Everton that day? All right, let's have you. Let's have your guesses. I will go with Lukaku. <laughs> no. Uh, and Tim Cahill. Tim Cahill. Yes. Uh, No longer playing, but is now managing. Just about managing. He likes Pep. Arteta? Yeah, Arteta, yeah! Right, yeah, well done, mate. I mean, without any help at all, (laughs) you've got the. Without you
1: just telling me, almost.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? And uh, can you guess the current Arsenal player who was on the bench for Everton that day? I'll give you clues, a defender. Okay. German <laughs> defender. Franz Beckenbauer? No. <laughs> Still playing for Arsenal play. Uh, oh, Did... Mustafi. Yes. Well done, Will. Well done, well done, well done, well done. And that's it from us this week. Uh, we're back next week. Maybe. <laughs> Many thanks to you, Will. Oh, thank you for having me, Alfie. It's no. been uh, it's been a pleasure Love to hear your voice again. It's been an absolute pleasure having you back, a.k.a. Top marks. Uh, And also, big thanks to Matt Kearney, of course, uh, FPL Nymphra, the Fantasy Football Chaps, and Tommy Gunn. If you need to, you can get in contact with us at Pod. Just say anything you want. In the meantime, take care of yourselves. Enjoy Game Week 30, if it happens. And we'll see the other side, if that happens. Bye. The screws in, do kick off the it's the ultimate as And it's live.